You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. episode of a lady and some dudes podcast we are jumping right into our nfl edition and this is going to be so cute because the relationship that these two had before i don't know but bill belichick and tom brady bill belichick said tom and i had a good relationship during the patriots career now do you think that relationship is done is somebody holding a grudge is somebody upset Somebody's not getting invited to the cookout or Halloween party. Well, towards the end, it seemed as if there was some tension between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And I, I'm just never sure exactly what the reason was, but it seemed to be there was something going on in that locker room, which made people say he was thinking about not returning. Right. So something happened, much like Bill Belichick and most of his other football players, at, at some point came to a head and people and his stars ended up leaving. So I'm pretty sure the bad blood is probably on Belichick's part because Tom won his Super Bowl and Bill Belichick was stuck with Cam uh, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Somebody's feelings were hurt. Go ahead, Phil. You look excited. <laughs> Let me, I, did I, listen, this is hilarious. This is like you're dating and your and your and your and your girl. So Belichick is the girl and Tom is the man. And the girl said, "You know what? I don't need you. I don't want you." Right. But Keisha could be vice versa. But you know, you in that relationship, and the one party said, "I don't need you. I could do better without you." And all the guy, or the other party, just waiting for you. Said, "I want you, I want you." And he went and left. And what happened when he left? He got married to the the CEO of a vice president daughter who who wants to take care of you and and help you shape up and and, and got you a good job and encouraged you to get a degree. And, and now you're the CFO. And the girl sees you and, and she's like, well, you know, you weren't that good anyway. And, and, and you did you got better because of me. It was all because of me. That's type of relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot soul proper. Belichick said, all Belichick had to say at reports were is, I want you to stay. I want you back. <laughs> but his pride and his system was more, much more important than those simple words. I want you back. And every time he sees her, Oh, sees Bell Tom, his heart is broken. Now okay. he got now he got a new quarterback who's supposed to be in the image of him. Right? And Belichick is dating a person that looks like Tom. Or like Tom. It's a hot mess, man. Tom moved on. Tom is loving life. He's his new CEO of a different company. The the father-in-law loves him. Everybody loves him. He can't do no wrong. He's treated like he wanted to. And he's appreciated. And that's the most important thing. Belichick has to appreciate. You have to put down the system and appreciate these players, what they've done for you. And that's what's going on. It's all right. Tom, strut yourself, man. You did it. You did it. When you go over there, you better beat the bulls, the lights <laughs> out of them. If not, your girlfriend's going to let you know it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for romanticizing that relationship. You should actually be like a an author or a comedy writer or something. Drama is definitely in, in your wheelhouse. <laughs> What's funny is, Phil, um, last week, I actually finally, for the first time, saw the Medea's like last movie, like last <laughs> week. And it kind of reminded me of that as he was going on about that, you know, um, 
the wife stayed around. She knew she was getting done dirty. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He wasn't getting, he was getting treated like a regular. You know what I'm saying? There was no favoritism, no nothing that was that was displayed towards him and other players were kind of like befuddled as to like, it's Tom Brady, it's the GOAT, like leaving yeah. wedding. Why are you still treating him like he's a nobody? Right. And it just comes to the point to where it's like, look, Medea said at the end of the movie to uh, the woman's son is like, look, you got better options. You don't got to stay, you can go. Mm-hmm. And he went to the better option. I mean, when you, when you really look at her, he went to the better option. So I mean, I think it's just weird, like, when you're working with someone for 20 years, like, I mean, you understand, like, how they are, but at the same time, like, you had the option to leave, but you still, your treatment is still kind of the same, because, you know, Bill don't really be paying nobody. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, hey, man, like, you might be able to find, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. You might be able to find Bill at the, uh, at the option spot tomorrow to find a nice little car for cheap. That's how Bill <laughs> operates in, in a sense. It almost seems like he does that way with his players. I mean, this is like the first time we see him throw money like he's uh, Rick Ross blowing money fast out here in these streets. <laughs> so, I mean, it comes to a point to where, I mean, I guess like with Tom Brady, it's just like, look, like I feel like he could have been left, but I just feel like because everything that they, they've been competing for so long that it's like, why would I leave? But I guess everything came in perfect timing for the time that he did leave. Mm-hmm. Because when you can leave and then you, Jameis Winston is gone, you see an offense that can help you out. Then on top of that, you can get Gronk to come back. You can get AB to come back. I don't think that Bill would have been open to the idea of bringing those players. I mean, I, I feel like he would allow Gronk to come back, but to get a player like AB, I don't think that would have been, well, we already seen how that played out. Now I'm remembering, like, he was there for like a game and. And he wasn't. Out. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like Phil said, it's all about appreciation. Like you want to be appreciated. If, if other players are just looking at you as to this guy has gotten us to the pinnacle on the field, he's been you on the field. So like you would think they would be in sync in some sort of way. So sad. I want you back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jackson. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that is so funny. I hope everybody remembers um, what Alan said, but mostly how Phil put it in his words. I think that is something we're all going to remember. Um, now, last week, we talked about the Rams, the Bucks, but looking at these cute little Rams, they're 3-0. and NFC West, are they the favorites to come out of the NFC? Because they are 3-0, and but so are the Cardinals, and so are the Panthers. And like, are they the favorites, or are they just on, like, a hot streak being cute until, like... <laughs> mid-season well i mean i think it's very 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 early um i think it's very very early and you tell because of who their quarterback is um matthew stafford he's never performed in a playoff so i mean that's an asterisk by 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 him so it's and not to say he never meant to playoffs he's never put up 
a performance that was worthy of winning in the playoffs. It wasn't like he put up a good game and they still lost. No, he's just been subpar in the postseason. So um, it's a, we'll see, but what I do like about um, what I do like about uh, the Rams offense is it's, it's explosive. Like, you know, they have a lot of speed, speed at the wide receiver position and and then Cooper Cup to come in, change the pace kind of guy. Um, and on defense, you know, they have a strong dominant defensive line, good help on the back half. Um, but for life, man, I can't get that that duh they put up in the Super Bowl out of my head. So, you know, I think it's still still very soon. Uh you have the Cardinals. Uh, you have the Packers, who are always, you know, in position to win, as you saw this past week. Um, and so it's a it's a wait and see for me, but they definitely have my attention and could very well be a the team that goes uh, that goes to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. But still, um, and Kevin alluded to this last week, uh, the Bucks are still gonna be hard to beat. It doesn't matter that they won this this game right here. The Bucks will be hard to beat. Um, and Tom Brady in the, play, in the postseason is a much different player than Tom Brady in week three. Right now, they should be the favorites. Now, I do agree that the Bucks are a different team when the playoffs come around, but there's a few things that the Buccaneers would need to fix. Penalties. Number one. Number two, their secondary needs a lot of help. Like, they look bad. Like, they they just look bad. They couldn't guard. They couldn't guard anybody. They got beat by Deshaun Jackson down the field three times. And it, and it finally took that last one for them to score. Like, I don't got to make all the points you make about the Rams. I mean, I feel like the Rams are, they're explosive. Their offensive line, I feel like it's underrated. I feel like McVay and Stafford are like a match made in heaven, like they were meant to be. Um, I mean, shoot, like I could see why I could see why they got rid of Jared Goff. I mean, it's like when you have someone who's who's been in the league in that season, and then you have like another coach, and you and the coach are pretty much like in the same. I think they're both millennials anyway, so it's like they're not too far apart in age. They're like two years apart or three years apart or something like that. So it's just like when you have like someone who's been around for a while and then they still like Matt Stafford still has a strong arm. Like he could still sling a football. You can get the ball to Jackson, Cup, Woods. I mean, with, uh, I can't remember the running back's name, but you still got Sonny Michelle who could still like run the ball and still be a physical runner. Like, I mean, to me, it's like it was never about the defense for the Rams. It was always about the offense. And I just feel like this offense can be what the Rams were when golf first started. But now I feel like it can it can be even better than what it already was to begin with. You see me? Right now I'm opening up my sneaker app, right? And I always take an L's on this this sneaker app. And Last week drop was the Oreo Jordan 5. That was the flavor for last week. So what's the flavor for this week? Well, it looks like there's going to be some dunks. Um, Caroline um, dunks for the upcoming week. 
And uh, next couple weeks, I'm trying to see what the new Jordan. Some Dunk Lows, red and white. And then the Shadow Backs uh, coming out October 2nd, next Saturday. That's going to be the flavor for the following week. In other words, this is week by week. Don't get too excited. This is probably the best win to have. Congratulations. But when time comes, when the playoff comes, pressure's on. It's a different mentality. So I'm not going to count, count my chickens before the eggs hatch or whatever the, the saying is. I'm just going to enjoy it. For this week, it was a great win. It was probably one of the impressive wins um, they had um, thus far. But it's only week three. All right? Week three. I'm not going to catch myself like I did last year when I declared that the Tampa Bay was trash. They're not going to come back. And lo and behold, I was wrong for the first time. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad. <laughs> you were so honest. That's what. No so I'm not going to count them out. <laughs> I'm looking at the sneaker app. The Sir, Sir Quan Barkley is coming out on, on the 8th. And I'm going to see. I may try to get those or hold off. But I really want to get the what's coming out later on. So the flavor of the week is the Rams. Congratulations. It's just week three. I'm not gonna get overhyped like a lot of these these um announcers and other shows and they got you all rave and the flavor of the week. Long run, long run. Fifteen more games. Rams look impressive. I, I like I said, I picked them last week to win. I gave all the measures of how they're gonna win and why they're gonna win. Uh so you listen to um last week's episode and get my prediction, which I was correct. Myself and Kelvin, who's poor Kelvin, had to watch his um his cow his, his Philadelphia get mopped up. So you don't have to keep mentioning Philadelphia, like yeah. absolutely talk about somebody else. <laughs> so I don't know why he was so invested in watching his team take an L tonight and then he didn't want to come on the show. It's all right, Kelvin. You can enjoy the L. Enjoy it. <laughs> but like I said, the Rams, congratulations. You won this week, but it's not the Super Bowl. Um, let's, there's more time, um, but this is also a big, a big um, eye revealing for Detroit and the lack of what they had in the, um, with um, how they were supposed to treat um, Stafford when he was there and the opportunities they gave him few and far in between. And look at what he's doing now. So if you have plenty of time to sit in the pocket, even Daniel Jones looked great, and that's what the line did. They gave him plenty of time and let him to to show his skills and took advantage of it. So, Rams, congratulations. Um, enjoy your win for this week. On to next week. And I'm glad you you know you gave us that introduction for next week because week four, I'm not. I'm gonna bring up one of your favorite players, Phil. Okay, because we're we're looking to predict the winner of the Broncos versus the Ravens. Now, on Sportsnet, Vincent Frank says, if the Baltimore Ravens are going to win in week four, Lamar Jackson needs to be phenomenal. Denver's defense is the best in the NFL and shouldn't have the number of problems we've seen from other teams. This will certainly be a low-scoring game, but the Broncos are healthier and at home. What do you think? And he has the Broncos winning 2017. You're crazy. I'm not counting out Lamar Jackson. After what they did last week, and I, I think they just played to their competition, they kicked the 66 yard. They beat the Chiefs. Listen, Lucky Charm is behind them. I don't care what Broncos Denver has. I don't care if it's my high stadium. I don't care if there's no oxygen or no, no or start to snow. 
because I have counterparts in um in Denver and it will be 90 degrees in the morning and 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 snow, blizzard in the afternoon and that crazy uh, weather. I'm not counting out Lamar Jackson. Kelvin, yes, I'm a believer. This dude is throwing the ball. He's he took he listened to my uh podcast last year. He took my advice and he yeah. said, you know what? Phil is right. I'm gonna start showing him I could throw in the pocket. I become more dangerous while I go throw in the pocket. And he does reverse. Lamar is not going to play action run. Lamar Jackson is the action. He runs. So guess what? The defense is on their foot, on their feet. They, they don't know what to do. They don't know if he's running and so forth. So what happened? That freezes them, and he's able to throw on the slots and then the slants. So I just blame last week they played to their competition, and they still pulled it out. And they pulled out the week before against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not giving Denver anything. Lamar Jackson, I'm a believer. You're an MVP. You're great. Keep throwing the ball and keep, I, I believe. So I honestly think they're going to have, the, the Ravens going to have at least 12 to 15 wins this year. I'm a believer. Oh, Kelvin, too bad you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> 12 to 15, yes, Allen. He, he went as high as to say 15. Yes. Um, For this game, I actually do have the Ravens winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, And just the fact that Lamar Jackson. I mean, everything's going to really boil down to Lamar Jackson. The fact that he is a dual threat. Um, you got Von Miller on the edge. You know, he's he's a problem and a person that you're going to be looking for. I think that he'll be able to make pivotal plays when necessary. I mean, watching just a little bit of the game yesterday, they converted on a what? Third and 18 to score a touchdown, and then obviously the fourth and 19 just to be able to get into field goal range. So, I mean, I feel like it'll be interesting. Um, I know the the Broncos have some injuries offensively, so I know Jerry Judy's still out. Um, so it's just going to be interesting to see how everyone just lines up within with some of the injuries that that are present for both teams, but I just feel like whenever you got Lamar Jackson on the other side, um, he's just going to be Lamar Jackson, Action Jackson out there just doing what he does best. So, I mean, he's going to keep the minute. Um, I do think it'll probably be a low scoring game. It might be like something like 2017, something like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I'm going with the Ravens, not because Phil's a, a lucky charm, but because um go the Ravens because I think it's gonna be tough for the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater uh as QB going up. Because you're talking about two strong defenses going head to head. And to me, it boys on the quarterback play. Uh and so I'm going with Lamar Jackson, his ability to elude the rush and to escape the pocket and to extend plays to create opportunities for uh, the Broncos, excuse me, the Ravens uh, to overcome the staunch defense of the Broncos. So I'm going with the, the Ravens. No lucky charms. <laughs> Listeners, forgive Evans. He just seen his team getting a bit brain bashed in. So he's not in a good mood. Let's oh. keep him in prayer. Here you go. Listen, <laughs> listeners, let, let's not forget that Phil said his team would be one and two last week. And his team is 0-3 this week. Mm. <laughs> We're not talking about the past. We're talking about the future and current oh, events, okay. all right? Okay. <laughs> it, it, it is current. 
It is very scary. <laughs> they all that happened la- yesterday, not today. <laughs> and, and we believe this a new day has started when the sun sets. So this is two days later. <laughs> oh, blessings. And, okay. and they have entered the week 0 and 3. Yes, we just changed the rules. <laughs> just change the rules at will. That's fine. Feel whatever, whatever suits you. But before we get out of here, I need to ask one question. Okay. Panic. Should we be panicking? Or should we be patient? Because the Kansas City Chiefs are one and two. Should we be concerned? Should we just let them play it out, figure it out, get themselves together? Because in AFC West, they are on the bottom. (laughs) They're like the only ones one and two. Other than them, it's the Steelers, Patriots, Dolphins. The Jets are below them in the AFC East. But as for the AFC West, they're at the bottom. Should we be upset? <laughs> I, I'm not concerned at all. Um, not concerned at the least bit. Um, they should be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they set Patrick Mahomes. They, they, I mean, they really got beat on some miracle plays. So right. I think they'll come back and, and give a good fight. I do too. I have hope for them. Go ahead, Phil. Don't be a hater. Like, don't throw salt <laughs> on the wound. <laughs> It's a wrap. It's a wrap. No, oh <laughs> listen. Like I just preach. I just preach patience, and I'm gonna be patient with them. Oh. You know, the sad part is that when they Mahomes earlier during the off season, I think during training camp, he stated, "Oh, we're trying to go 17 and 0." They should have <laughs> shut their mouth <laughs> and focus on the game. And so everyone is giving them their best shot. So, am I worried about them? No. Do you really think the Raiders are gonna stay on top? No, I think they. I think the pumpkin's about to, you know, the the carriage gonna turn to a pump pumpkin, <laughs> and the Broncos, yeah, but they're not gonna stay up there. The Chargers, they look really good, but the the Chiefs is not gonna descend. So, like I said, week three, and 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 we're gonna be they're gonna be fine. They're gonna really be fine. You know, Evan, he he can't take it no more because I guess the mm. I guess the Eagles are are losing even more. Don't do that, New York. <laughs> New York Jets 0-3, New York Giants 0-3, so. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about. It doesn't we're matter. About, so loud, so loud. <laughs> Nikisha, we're saying focus on topic. We're and talking about. The Giants, the Giants are going to be panics, panic by next week if they don't win. Oh, yeah. We're going to be 0-7. But the, but, the, but the Jets, <laughs> but the Jets, the Jets get to have a lot of patience because it's the Jets. It's, but, the, um, it's the Jets. Bless their heart. But for the Chiefs, I mean, I'm gonna put this in a weird way. For the for the offense, it's it's patience because I feel like a lot of their a lot of their situations is just like it's forced throws, mm-hmm. you know, turnovers, just just not being focused in certain areas. Yeah. For the defense, honestly, I, I'm I would say panic. <laughs> For the defense, I would say panic because it's just always that they, I feel like they always give up leads and they're just like, their defense is like ranked near the bottom. I mean, their offense is going to be fine. They just got to limit turnovers, but just their defense has just been like very bad. And it's, it would be hard for them to win a Super Bowl with their defense playing the way that they have been. Now, I don't know what it is. Like, you don't really expect a team to have a setback the way that they have just through these few weeks. But it's just like, 
yo, like, why are y'all so, like, I feel like they're, like, ranked last. Like, mm-hmm. how are you ranked last and you're supposed to win it all? Like, I don't, like, I just don't think that would be possible. Like, I'm I'm panicking right now, but, you know, it's Monday. It's overreaction Monday. But, like, <laughs> but I, I feel like they would have a reason to panic because it's like, yo, like, y'all are not, y'all not even what y'all were last year to start off. So, I mean, patience for the offense, but panic for the defense. Okay. But we know that they never had a great defense. The defense was just just bend as far as possible to the ground and a slight crack. And we're not worried about the offense to go take care of everything else. But they're not the middle of the pack. Like if you're in the middle of the pack, that's that's the difference. It's like it's like it's different when you're in the middle of the pack. But when you're at the like you can't get any lower. Like you can't even get lower than six feet. Like that's how bad it is. They, but we but they're not known for the defense and that's the Achilles. But you're not even average. That's the problem. <laughs> like no one's I'm like we're not even saying you need to be a top 10 defense. We're just saying 15. you just need to, you just you just need to be average. If you can't be average, then then that's the problem. It's it's almost like how they used to say, how you gonna how you expect to play in college and you can't even keep a C average. How do you expect to win if your defense can't even be average? So you say they're Dan, they're Dan Tony of the NFL, but they actually won. <laughs> they just think about all offense. All they think is about offense. They lead the offense. So, but I still think they, they they're gonna make it to the um, conference championship game, and depends upon their matchup. We'll see what happens. But I'm not panicking. Only three games. They have time to clean up. Go to the grocery store, pick up some more players. Um, and the reads get better soon. Rooting for you, and um, I know Philadelphia finally forgave the, forgave you after they won their Super Bowl in 2018. So <laughs> you just well. you just mentioned something to me. They just signed Josh Gordon. What do you need him for? <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna be a bear of bad news, but come on, man. <laughs> how long? How many? The game is how many long before he he's gone? And this is not the first or second time. Yo, no one's got as many chances as him in the league. Mm-hmm. Like no one. No, but I agree, and I guess everybody's addicted to potential because I want him to overcome. I want him to, you know, show us how great he could have been. You know, but this is his last straw, and unless he go turn to a defender, it's a it's a wrap for him. He better. I, I'm wishing him the best, giving a positive vibe. I'm praying for you, Lord. Please help him to stay straight and narrow. But this dude's got a lot of chances. Whew. A lot of chances, but I'm not panicking. I panic. Come visit me week week seven, week seven and week ten. Now I'll let you know. Oh shoot! All right. Well, you know what? I want to know from our fans: Should we panic or have patience with these Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs? Hit us up on uh, Lady and a uh, Lady and Some Dudes podcast on Instagram and. Facebook. We want to hear from you. Engage with us. Talk to us. We want to know what you think. And please don't agree with Phil, whatever you do. And on that note, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, Eagles, you get your brains back in. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.